Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. I'm great. Good morning. How are you? Hi. We're doing well. Um, how have you been? How's the past couple of days been? I know it's been quite a hectic week for you. Last week, it was like the end of June for Phase 1, and now less than a week later, it's looking like way sooner than that. So what happened in those seven days that, I mean, Long Island's timeline just got flipped upside down? Yeah, so we still had five metrics to go last week. Now we're down to two metrics, two of seven metrics that the state has laid out health metrics that we have to check off before we can get into phase one of reopening. Okay. So, um, and one of the, one of them is the number of deaths. Um, we still have too many people dying, but I have to say, this is of COVID, but I have to say, you know, we have people on ventilators and unfortunately we know that about 70 to 80% of people on ventilators don't make it. Right. So I think we can expect those number to, numbers to continue. Uh, but we are making progress in the number of people being admitted to hospitals. We're getting very, very close to where we need to be on that. On the phone with Nassau County Executive Laura Curran. Um, I know you guys say you don't want a timeline. You don't want to give a date because, obviously, this could change every single day, and we could be looking at something completely different tomorrow. But best-case scenario, like for Phase 1, and, and we, we know 17% of the jobs on Long Island are the jobs that are included in Phase 1, so it's it's critical to get back to work and, and get these jobs going in Phase 1. Like, best-case scenario, how far are we from Phase 1, do you think? It's really hard to guess. It's really hard to, you know, because if I put it out there, I don't want to get people's hopes up right. or disappoint people if it doesn't turn out to be correct. Right. Um, and, and the thing is, you know, it's being held by region. So Nassau and Suffolk are considered one region. So it's our numbers together yeah. that will get us into that phase one. Um, I, I'm expecting some good news on construction. I've been, you know, really pushing the state on getting more construction going. If we can build... Uh, a project that's deemed essential right now, we can use those same protocols to do other kinds of construction and home remodeling and residential home construction. Gotcha. Um, so phase one actually does include all construction. It includes curbside retail, which is great, uh, manufacturing, and we don't have a lot of this in Nassau. It's more in Suffolk, but agriculture and fishing. Let me ask about the curbside retail. Um, because So basically, if I want to order a pair of jeans from Old Navy, I'll put the order in and they'll bring it to my car. What happens if the jeans don't fit? Am I trying the jeans on in my car? Like, how does this work? How does this, See, this curbside these, retail work? That is such an important question. Yeah. So these are all the details. The state will be releasing guidelines hopefully this week, on all of those questions. Trust me, I am getting so many excellent questions like that. Yeah. People have tons of questions about school. Do we have to do social distancing in kindergarten? You know, all of this will be laid out. And by the way, phase four phases, education is phase four, so that's the last one. Right. Right. Now, I just have a quick question. Now, I've noticed a lot of my family and friends getting, they're at the point of frustration. Like, they're mentally and physically and emotionally done with staying home and um, locking themselves away. And I keep saying to them, like, you, you're you done with something that 
you literally have no control over. Nobody has control over this. So if you decide to go out to the store or you decide to go out, you're going to literally have to restart again because a second wave, if everybody's feeling this way and getting to that point, the second wave is, it's inevitable. Are we prepared for that? So we as human beings, as social creatures, are not built to not go out there and get stuff done and be with other people. We're just not. But there's some really good news, and I'm just going to give you a couple of statistics. 83% of people, this was state data that was released last week, 83% of people who were presenting at the hospital with COVID were homebound and out of the workforce. The vast majority of people were home. 17% were out there and were working, which means, which tells me, you can go out into the world. If you're covering your face, that really does stop and slow the spread if you're taking, you know, those proper sanitary precautions, washing your hands and all of that, you can engage in the world and slow the spread. So mm-hmm. I think it's kind of a false construct to say going out into the world automatically means a spike in infection. Hey, could we theoretically be, and, and I know with each phase, there's what, two weeks in between each phase to make sure everything is Correct. all well and good? Okay. Correct, but if the state sees the numbers going in the wrong direction, that phase will go longer. Right, so in right. other words, so we could we could hit phase one, and then day two of phase one, the numbers could go back up. So it's, it's not like once we meet the requirements, those are locked in. Like, we could theoretically go back down and then come out of phase one and regress, right? I think so, but with the guidelines that the state is going to give gotcha. on how to do these things safely, mm-hmm. as safe as possible— I think I'm optimistic that, you know, we've done such a good job with flattening the curve. I'm really optimistic that we can continue to do a good job with doing this while protecting the vulnerable. But you have to remember, I mean, there's something that we really need to remember, and this is sort of a bigger philosophical thing. There are no guarantees in life. There is no such thing as 100% absolute safety. You get into your car, you're taking a risk. You get into the shower, you're taking a risk. You're eating at a restaurant, you're taking a risk. How optimistic are you that we could be in phase two? Or, I mean, I'm not even going to say the word phase three, but how optimistic are you for phase two by, let's say, 4th of July? I tend to be a very optimistic person. So if you're asking my personal opinion as a human being and Mm -hmm. a regular resident, I would say I'm feeling good about it. As county executive, of course, I have to put on my county executive hat and be more cautious and say we don't know. (laughs) We have to wait for the state. And we also have to... um, you know, just keep doing what we're doing. Everyone is doing the right thing. People are smart. People get it. So let's just keep doing the right thing, and then I think we'll get there more quickly. What does it take to get kids back in school by the fall? I know uh, Dr. Fauci yesterday was saying he believes it could be, you know, damn near impossible uh, for kids getting back to school. It would take a long, long uh, mm-hmm. road ahead of planning and figuring it out. And, and, of course, you just mentioned it's phase four. How realistic is it that kids are back in school by the fall or is, you know, at-home learning something that's going to be for the foreseeable future? My personal opinion, I think it's absolutely realistic. And from what I understood, he kind of stepped that back. He walked that statement back a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, schools, I mean, I've been speaking to school people. There are a lot of questions. Uh, We have someone at our Office of Emergency Management who will be detailed to the schools so that we can get the information out them out to them. You know, the questions are, you know, kids like to hold hands. They play together. They go to the playground. How do you social right. distance kindergarten? Will they have to wear masks? These are all the kinds of questions that will have to be answered. But again, we've been through flu season. We've been through other kinds of outbreaks. Uh, you know, kids make it through. We can manage this. And one thing I will say, you know, I think Dr. Fauci is obviously brilliant. He's really, really good at infectious disease. That, that's what he does. Mm-hmm. But his job is to zero in on the virus. And I think, you know, leaders have to look at the whole picture. They have to take his advice. 
They also have to listen to their economic people, their business people, their chambers of commerce. Their voices are very important. You take everything into the equation and then make the decision. Right. Any update from last week, your discussions about a drive-in movie or, I mean, dare I say, a drive-in concert at some point? Well, yeah, so those conversations are going well. Okay. I brought that up to the state, and then the governor included that. So that along with all the phase stuff, there are certain things that are moving into the essential category on Friday, and that's for the entire state. You don't have to wait for your metrics. One of them is drive-in movies. There we go. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. All right. Hey, um, I, I'm sitting here in my, my pajama pants and my slippers. I'm still coming into the station. I've just given up on actually wearing jeans to work because what's the point? There's only like three other people here. You. Right. Yeah. I well, stopped wearing high heels to work because well, we hey, my shoes. There you go. My question <laughs> is, when you call us, are you in pajamas as well? <laughs> right now, I you would not believe what I'm wearing. I'm wearing leggings, a pajama top, and a robe with rubber duckies on it. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I love <laughs> that, that. That is the picture I wanted painted. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, uh, appreciate the time as always. Can't wait to actually see you physically in person three, four years down the line because that's what it feels like right now. Um, I can't wait. Any other updates you have for us, uh, just let us know, all right? We always love talking to you. Thank you so much. Bye, Laura. Thanks. Bye.